welcome to the second episode of Making Me. I'm your host, Christine, and I'm so happy you could join me today. I thought we'd start off with kind of just a synopsis of last week, what's happened in my life, what's happened in the world, and then we can go on to our topic for today, if that sounds good with everyone. Yes? Yes. Okay, perfect. So, um, personal life has been great. I actually feel really good today. Um, I have been having this motto for the past week where it's just take one day at a time. And it has helped tremendously. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that phrase and I've just been like, yeah, I take one day at a time. Yeah, I do. But I really implemented it this week. Like I wrote it down in my journal multiple times. I said it to myself multiple times. And I'm starting each day thinking to myself, okay, let's get done what we need to get done today. And then the rest of the day, let's have fun. Like let's do what we want to do. Like life is so short. I'm so young. Let's just take a breather. And it's actually been really, really nice, I will say. I feel like I have relaxed. I feel like my anxiety levels have gone down a little bit, um, which is so nice. I got to sleep this whole weekend. I barely got out of bed. Fantastic. Um, I watched the latest season of Manifest. Very excited for part two. Um, It's going to be good. It's one of those shows where you're watching it And sometimes you cringe, but some parts are really good. And so you have like this conflicting battle in your head where you have to kind of just turn off the thinking side and you're like, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, it's one of those shows, but it's really, really good and really entertaining. Um, And it has some hot people in it too, which is always, always welcome, obviously. So that's been really nice. I... My one day at a time thing caused me to book a month-long trip to Europe uh, next year. I just woke up one day, felt like I wasn't having a good day, and was like, you know what? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look this up, and I'm gonna buy it, and I'm gonna purchase, and no, no one's gonna stop me. And that's exactly what I did, and I'm excited. Okay, enough about me. Um, what's been going on in the world? And by the world, I mean Twitter. So there was this viral video that went around on Twitter earlier this week. And it was, um, of a girl at University of Kentucky, a student, um, harassing and abusing another student worker, um, on campus, calling her the Ensler, um, you know, just like throwing punches, throwing trying to throw a like a grocery cart some wild stuff um apparently that girl has been arrested and charged but i hope that there are even more consequences following her actions because every time something like this happens i want to say like i'm surprised i'm shocked but i'm not i i'm fully aware that these people out there exist as we learned in the last episode. Um, I'm fully aware that these people exist, but it still makes me upset. Um, Obviously, 
because how dare you treat another human being like that? So I hope the student worker, that girl is okay. Um, I hope she's had time to heal and continues to heal. And I, I hope the other girl gets hit with a shit ton of karma because again, not okay. Not okay. Um, I also saw after that video went viral, I can't say that word when I'm talking fast. When that video went viral, I saw other videos popping up of this girl, you know, degrading others. So it's definitely not just a, she's drunk thing. Um, she's, defi she's definitely just like a bad person. So again, karma, do your thing. Elon Musk is, <laughs> Elon Musk is banning comedians who are impersonating him on Twitter. This is funny. This is hysterical because he's all about free speech, which, you know, that phrase haunts me to this day. I'm like, are you going to say homo something racist, something homophobic? Like, what is it going to be this time? Surprise me. But no, uh, he, he believes in freedom of speech unless people are making fun of him. And you know what? Period. But also, grow up. <laughs> grow up. You're okay. You're a rich man. You're fine. They're not even saying anything like terribly awful to. They're just impersonating him. They're just changing their name to Elon Musk and tweeting some, some dumb stuff like Goo Goo Gaga, which like, accurate. You are a baby, Elon. So I can't get over it. It's like, do you think that they care? Do you think, do you think that they care about being banned on Twitter? Because I can tell you they don't. They don't at all, actually. They're just fine. But you do you. You do what you have to do. I wonder if Elon Musk has a therapist. Probably not. But would be interesting to find out. Um, speaking about getting bullied or picked on, <laughs> we're going to talk about what it was like, um, what it's like growing up after being bullied or picked on as a little kid. And I've heard numerous other people talk about this before. But I wanted to give my two cents because that's what I want to do. So let's get started. So I want to start off this section by saying that I definitely did not receive the worst bullying ever. I realize that some of these things that I talk about will seem kind of, kind of stupid. Um, but I wanted to get this out there and use personal experience to let people know that, you know, this does happen and you get through it and people are stronger because of it. Like I know so many people who experienced a lot worse than me um, and they're currently thriving in their lives. And um, I also want to make it aware that people can be protagonists or antagonists in other people's lives. Um, it doesn't make them necessarily a bad person or a good person. Um, 
everyone, you know, kind of varies. And so I, without realizing it, might be, you know, someone, like a bad character in someone's story. So I want to make that clear that I'm not going out to, like, make people seem bad or feel bad. I'll not be telling people's names in these stories, whatever. Um, This is just for me to get on that emotional level so that um, I can kind of talk to you guys clearly and, you know, um, truth be told, honestly, um, how, how this kind of affected me and how this affects others and um, kind of moral of the story make sure your words you mean your words and and they're not just thrown around so i experienced bullying when i was younger which i know is a total shock to anyone listening um (laughs) but yeah no i i was definitely bullied when i was younger i was a very introverted kid again so i look back at the photos and i think oh my god such a cute kid but she was awkward and she didn't know how to like make friends and keep friends and she was very much a people pleaser so she didn't really have her own opinions and just kind of went with what everyone else was doing. So she didn't really have much of an identity um, besides academics. I love how I'm talking about my old self in the third person. I never thought I would become that person but here I am. Um, Because in all honesty, she does not exist anymore. Um, but yeah, I was very focused on school at a young age. Um, my older siblings exceeded at school and, um, sports and literally anything they put their mind to. When I was a kid, that's how I saw them. I was like, they really have like are so successful they can do anything they like they are a hard act to follow and then once my little sister kind of joined in with like the theater and the acting and the singing I was like okay I need to find my my thing my what I'm good at I need to find that and so I really stuck on to school because that was that was the one thing that was very apparent was I really loved school and I loved learning and I was good at it Um, and so I held on to that for dear life, um, because again, I wanted something that people could compliment me on, and, um, at that time, I didn't really think, you know, being nice or being kind was something that people could be complimented on. I was like, well, everyone's nice, everyone's kind. Growing up now, (laughs) I've realized that is not the case, but that was my perception at younger than 10 years old um because I was introverted and I didn't make friends easily I was very easy to walk all over um there were multiple times where where people would blame me for things that I wasn't really a part of um but I do remember like a few instances of bullying that I experienced that have stuck with me for years um (laughs) You know, like, here I am, almost 25, still talking about them. And um, I want to mention that all of this happened in, like, elementary, middle school. 
in high school, I kind of hid myself a little bit, and then once I was comfortable, I let out my nerdy side, and um, I didn't feel quite as ashamed of it. I was at a summer camp, and this was the first year that my mom allowed me to go to the summer camp. So yeah, at this camp, I had one friend. I honestly can't even remember her name now, because um, it was so long ago. But we were talking about something, disagreeing about something, very minimal, um, very not, it was just wasn't an important topic, I know that for sure, it wasn't something to like actually argue about, and next thing I know I'm being choked up against a tree. <laughs> none of the counselors saw it, so none of them believed me when I told them afterwards. And that was very frustrating and definitely made it so I never wanted to speak up for a long time after that. Like, I was like, I'm fine getting walked all over because I'd rather get walked all over than be called a liar. And that sucks. That sucks for a little kid. Like, I didn't need that. Also, what kind of psycho at eight years old is choking another eight-year-old? against a tree. Hello? <laughs> I'm like, like, I think back now and I'm like, oh my god, like, what was happening in her home life to make her do something like that? Like, oh my gosh, how terrifying. I hope she's okay now. Um, but yeah, wasn't cool. That was like the first time that I experienced something physical happening, um, to me bullying-wise. So I was like, cool, sick. Um, check that off the list. No. Um, it was terrifying. And I still have, like, nightmares about it, uh, to be honest. And I was afraid of being... I, I just was afraid of that for a long time. Um, then we get to fifth grade. And our fifth grade teacher gives us this, like, group activity, which... I understand the intent behind it, but don't give it to, like, preteens because preteens are vicious. Um, but they gave, she gave us this activity where we each had a name on a flower, and we would pass that flower around the room, and you would write one word that you think of when you see that person or you think of that person. And... What was really awful was um, people were brutally honest. Our teacher beforehand, for some odd reason, mentioned that fat, spelled P-H-A-T, means cool. She was like, you can use that word, but you can't use any any bad words, you know? Like, nothing demeaning, nothing to make them feel sad. Like, this is, this is supposed to be a confidence booster, right? So there was one girl that was bigger in our class, and I want to say like 85% of the responses that she got on her flower was fat, P-H-A-T, but everyone knew what they actually meant, which is just awful. I can't even imagine receiving that at like 11, 12 years old and being like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> like rude, just plain rude. Um, and some other people got some similar, like, backhanded compliments. Mine, 
stood out though because I literally only had the word smart on mine. One person put intellectual to be different, but is it really different? No. Um, all the rest of them were smart. And at that moment, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I need to have, like, some sort of personality, right? Like, like this isn't good. Like, this, this needs to change. So I remember that being a really defining moment because I, at that point, up to that point, I was, like, I was fine about being smart. Um, and then after that, I was like really insecure about it. Um, and that's when, you know, like copying started and like asking for answers and all that kind of stuff happened. So it was just getting really annoying. Um, and I wanted to be known as more than that. So I gained quite the sense of humor and I worked on my interpersonal skills and I tried to make friends, but it's really hard when you go to the same school with someone for seven years and you try to introduce yourself as a new person. Um, doesn't happen that way, um, unfortunately. So here I am like trying to show like, yo, like I'm an actual person and not a robot. Crazy, right? Wild. And hit or miss, depending on the day. Um, our class was very clicky, and especially since there was less than 30 of us, like, people were friends one day and then wouldn't be speaking the next, like, just drama central. I got along relatively well with, with everyone in the class. Like, I definitely wasn't anyone's close friend, but, um... They let me know, like, who their crushes were or, like, they they played basketball with me and, and stuff like that. And so, um, it was fine for a while. I would get teased for being smart, but it never got physical until, um, one day in eighth grade and, um, a couple of seventh graders. Because I was... I was tall, but I was really scrawny. I was really underweight. So people could walk over me, like physically and emotionally. And uh, these two seventh graders came over and pinned me up against the brick wall. And I was terrified because my mind flashed back to that tree situation, getting choked against a tree. And I was scared about what was going to happen. And then at the same time, this girl was pushing up, pushing up against me so hard that um there was like a pin in the pocket of her skirt and it just sliced my leg open and so I could feel the blood dripping down while they're holding me up and kind of like throwing insults and teasing me and stuff like that and I was really afraid that something was gonna happen and I don't know if any teachers were around like I I don't remember if they were shame on them for not stepping up and doing something but I wouldn't be fully surprised because the teachers at that school loved the drama um as much as the kids did and so we so that that's happening and luckily one other seventh grader that I was friends with at the time came and like pulled them off of me um 
tried to make sure I was okay, but I kind of just ran away at that point. I didn't want to, I didn't want to stay there. I felt embarrassed. I was in pain. Um, and I, like, I just didn't have any words because these were people that I thought were my friends. And I felt very much in danger at that time. So those two incidences were the only times I was like physically bullied. Thank God. I know it could have been a lot worse. Even those small moments seem so big to me even now because it really defined how I felt in that moment, how I grew. Like, it made me more closed off, if anything. It made me push people away because I didn't think that people were actually my friends. I thought they were using me. For a very long time, this stuff affected me. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't even, like, that bad. So, I'm, like, just imagining the kind of bullying that other people grow up with. And, you know, it's hard. It's really hard to, like, mentally get past that. Um... And it's hard to gather the strength to not be completely petty about it. So that all happened. Whatever. Eighth grade comes. I'm like, peace out, y'all. Because even though most people were nice to me at the time, it was just totally... The negative energy was completely enveloping. And I just wanted out. I just wanted it out at that moment. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to deal with anyone that, like, I just didn't trust anyone from that class. Now that I've grown up, I trust certain people um, from that class because I know that they did nothing to me, nothing wrong. Um, and, you know, I unfortunately cut them out because of the friendships that they had with certain people. Um but you move past it as an adult, but you can't, you know, you know what I mean. You can't as a kid. Um, and so I'm at this new high school with all new people doing, doing just swell, you know, living my life, not even thinking about these kids. I'm like, okay, they're, they're somewhere else, whatever. I might run into them at a football game or two. That's fine but I'm doing me and I'm fine. And so now I get to tell one of my favorite stories. One of my, it's literally so funny recalling this event that it kind of takes care of the bullying in itself. <laughs> like it makes me feel better about it, <laughs> which I know wasn't their goal, but thank you. Truly. So as I said, I was, you know, I got along with pretty much everyone in my class. Um, just to like a civil amount. But there was a few people that I just talked less to. There was people I talked more to, people I talked less to. You know, as a, as any human being. Um, and so I remember this is junior year of high school, okay? So three years since I've seen these people. I've seen them in confirmation classes, but I just block them out. Honestly, I I think it's been three years since I've truly seen them. And I get a text from an unknown number 
saying, hi, have you been? So of course I'm like, who is this? I'm great, but who is this? <laughs> Kindly, respectfully, who is texting me right now? Because I don't have your number. Um, and I get, oh, this is so-and-so. Now, so-and-so, we're going to rename him as Josh. Um, that's just the first name that comes to mind. I'm Again, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to be that petty. So, he's like, yeah, it's Josh. Now, Josh, Josh did not talk to me in middle school or elementary school. He was more on the shyer side. Um, we just never, we just never really had any sort of friendship. We were just civil with each other. He never bullied me, but I was like, okay, this is very odd. If I was to get a text, I would expect it from this person or this person, definitely not Josh. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. Let's, let's keep chatting. So I was like, hey, how have you been? We have a little bit of small talk, catch up. Everything's going just dandy. And then he sends a weird text. Which was basically asking what my GPA was. Mind you, we're juniors in high school now. AP season. <laughs> was kicking my butt. Um, and it took me back to elementary and middle school where I was teased for being smart. And I had escaped that label. I was still you know, my nerdy self, but I had escaped that being my only personality trait. And to hear that coming from someone, I was like, no, I, I don't want to talk about that. But he was very persistent. Oh, you worked really hard? That's great. What is your GPA? Oh, I worked really hard too. I have a 4.5 GPA. What about you? Each one of these times I just responded, I worked very hard. At the third time, I was over. Like, when he said he had a 4.5 GPA, I was like, oh, that's great. Ended conversation. I did not respond to whatever he sent after that. I don't even remember what he sent after that, to be quite honest. So just a weird interaction. I was like, this seems odd. Like, you don't talk to me for nine years that we're in the same class. And then all of a sudden you text me three years later and you're just asking about what, how smart I am right now. Weird. Okay. So I just keep the weird feeling in my back pocket. I'm like, I'm moving on with my day, whatever. A couple weeks go by, I think, and I get done with swim practice and I get out of the pool and... I look at my phone and I have a text from Josh. And Josh is like, oh my god, I just watched your Snapchat story. It was so funny. Um, hey Josh, how did you think, how did you view my Snapchat story when you don't have me on Snapchat? Hmm? So here's when like the little bells went off, little sirens. I was like, no, this, something's off. Something's very off. So I went digging a little bit. I went to see, like, who is he still friends with? Who could be doing this? Because 
I don't think this is him. And if it is, holy, oh my God, like, I need to, like, stop talking to this guy because he's weird. And so, a couple days go by and I'm like, it's really bugging me. Like, like, it was just like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I finally decided, <laughs> I finally decided to go on the, the Google. I don't know if anyone has heard of this, but you can Google stuff, including phone numbers. And so I went on Google and I put in the phone number doo, 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 and I saw a name. It wasn't Josh's first name. It wasn't Josh's last name, but it was a name I was very familiar with. See, this girl was dating Josh at the time. And her best friend was one of the girls that bullied me in middle school. So, hmm, interesting. Interesting situation we have here. So the next time they called during the school day, like at lunch, and I just said their names out loud and they immediately hung up. But it, just thinking about this, it's so embarrassing for them because... <laughs> Because I wasn't even thinking about them. I had moved on with my life. I was fine. And now I have this story now. So now I do think about them. So maybe they did win a little bit. But it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny that like you went out of your way to try to catfish me in order to what? See if I was still smart? Huh? Like, get something juicy out of me, for God's sakes. Like, am I dating anyone? Oh my God, do I want to date Josh? Oh my God. Like, there's just so many different layers that could have occurred. Okay? So, like, there's so many questions you could ask besides GPA. But that's what they were focused on. And at the time, it really, really made me upset because I had worked so hard to build a personality for myself. And now I look back on it and I'm like, they were jealous. The people from my middle school have gone on to do some really childish things still to this day, 10 years later. Okay. And it is really annoying. I will say that. I'll let, I'll let you have that one. It is really annoying. It's especially annoying when they've teepeed my house when my dad and my mom are the only ones living there and my dad is sick. I'm not even at that house, yet you still want to teepee it? Are you kidding me? Grow up. It is very, very childish. And it makes me feel really sorry for them. Um, like, I wish I didn't have important things in my life so that I could do childish things like that. Now I'm grown up. I've glowed up. I've always been cute, but I have the confidence now to say out loud, no, I've always been cute. And y'all were simply jealous. And that's truly sad. But now I'm, you know, I'm out of your hair. I'm not even the same state. Leave me alone. Leave my family alone. We're all good. Okay? Thank you. So growing up now, 
having experienced all of that, I've had to work through a lot of insecurity, a lot of getting walked all over, a lot of just, you know, failing to take up space and realizing that taking up space is a good thing and not a bad thing. I pushed away a lot of people because of how hurt I was by these things. But they don't define me. I now have an amazing group of friends. I, you know, can take a joke. Thank you. And the moral of the story is don't catfish someone that is perceived as smart by you. I don't know. (laughs) Just don't do it. It's stupid. (laughs) Don't bully people. That's that's what I want you to take away from this. Um, no. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I don't think anyone listening to this is actively bullying anyone. What I learned from all of these experiences is that self-confidence goes a long way and standing your ground and not letting people walk all over you. But it's not your fault as well if people do stuff to you there's probably a lot of pain on their side um and so I try to approach it with as much grace as I possibly can um knowing that they're probably hurt in some way just like I'm hurt in some way but they just don't know how to they don't they don't have an outlet for it it's made me a stronger person and so Even though I wish certain things didn't happen, you know, I'm grateful for who I am. That's going to take us to the end of the podcast. I know I didn't really give any tips, like true tips. Um, Again, this podcast is going to be me figuring things out while I speak them out loud. So, um, welcome, enjoy. There's some things I know. There's some things I do not know. There's a lot of things I don't know. And um, bullying is definitely one that I do not know or understand. Something I will not be partaking in. I want to thank everyone that's listened up to this point and everyone that has supported the podcast thus far. I really, really appreciate it. It does not go unnoticed. Uh, please, if you can, follow the podcast on Spotify and on Instagram at Making Me Podcast. And other than that, please have a great rest of your day or night, whatever time it is. Take care of yourself, take care of your friends, and remember to take things one day at a time. See you next time. Bye!